Giddy up, giddy up, giddy up, let's go. Giddy up, giddy up. Giddy up, let's go, giddy up, let's go. It's the holiday season. Is that is that a Christmas song that's just for the horses? It does well, you know. Sit this one out, kids. This one's for the horses. I'd say that it's a horse it's a horse's Christmas song, except that there is a lot of whip cracking noises. They love it though. They love it. They love the crack of the whip. People wouldn't be so mad if they'd let the horses wear wear their bondage gear. Mm-hmm. When they got the the bridle in their mouth, mm-hmm. just give them a ball gag. Little, little well, then, zipper. Th- then how are they going to say the safe word? Mm-hmm. Maybe they don't want to. Okay. It's important to have a safe word, folks. Whether you're a human being or a horse. If you are a horse, unless you're a special horse like Mr. Ed, though, your safe word should probably be like nay or Winnie. Yeah. But you, you're, prob- you're probably a special horse. Also, I think if you're a, a person who wants to be fucked by a horse, you should also just go with nay or Winnie because there's no guarantee they're going to know. <laughs> what you know yell sassafras he'll just keep going and maybe just use like a little little cubes of sugar or an apple a safe apple mm-hmm. yeah wait you just give the apple to yeah the like horse. If, if i'm feeding you the apple that means to to stop what stop, you are doing stop and eat having the apple. horse sex with my human body <laughs> Uh, it's always a good episode when we come right out of the gate with bestiality. <laughs> I went and purchased a Christmas tree today. You did? Yeah. Did you get the uh, the 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 real deal Christmas tree? Oh yeah, the real the whole shebang. Tied it to the top of the car. Mm-hmm. Went and picked it out. Now the inside of your lights. house smells like it's outside. It does. It smells, I mean, to be honest, it smells like we just cleaned the floors. Pine fresh. People come in, ooh, did you dust in here? No, 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 look. It's filthy. <laughs> we just got a tree that smells <laughs> like we dusted. I don't know, when I dust it, it smells uh, lemony fresh. I get the I don't mm. get the pine one. The Maybe pine I should switch. Yeah. It's a more I robust a, scent profile. It's a yeah, it's a, it's a virile masculine odor. I got a pine a pine scented candle one year around Christmas. Ooh, that motherfucker smelled so good. Just smelled like pine. Woo. You know, they make the houses out of pine. That's what all those two-by-fours are. Hmm. 
How come they don't smell like that? Could you imagine? Just Christmas all year round. Your whole house smells like a Christmas tree. What if all the Christmas flavors were year-round and, and people were eating gingerbread all of the time? I mean, I am. I uh, I have a problem. I can't stop eating those uh, Speculoos cookies. Mm-hmm. That they make the cookie butter with? Mm-hmm. I found out that you can buy like a 20-pound box of them at Costco. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been using them for 20, everything. 20 pound box. It's so, it is so much. It is so much. And I will just sit there and watch some damn movie like Deadpool 2 and eat a whole fucking sleeve of those things. It's like a hundred of them. Just by the end, I'm not even enjoying the flavor. You've just uh, taken down so much of the sleeve that you think like I can't put this back. I'm in the gonna box. put this back, and nobody's gonna want it because it's not enough. It's gonna and fall it's down. Gonna get and wasted. then the other like thirty sleeves are just gonna obscure it, and they'll go stale. I gotta finish the whole sleeve. Gotta do it. Gotta do it for Deadpool. This is what Deadpool would want me to finish this whole. This whole sleeve of Speculoos cookies. What the hell kind of name is that? Speculoos. I have no idea. And I've never had the the cookies not uh, buttered. Or Mm. smashed up into butter. Ooh, I should try that. I should try putting butter on them. (laughs) (laughs) Just butter those bad boys up. Honestly, I think that they probably sell the cookies in that giant package because they expect you to use them to make cookie butter. But I'm just doing it in my belly. Oh, yeah. I'm just, I'm grinding them up with my teeth. If, if there were any baby birds that you were responsible for feeding, they would be getting cookie butter. Yeah. Well, I'm, I can't throw up. I'm just going to. I guess, do a shit in their nest. <laughs> There's more than enough for all of you here. There here you are. You <laughs> I'm sick of uh, being shat on by you, and I've decided to turn the tables. Oh, the other thing that I did this weekend, along with uh, buying a Christmas tree, I forged a tiny sword. Okay. How how tiny are we talking? About three inches. Oh, okay. A very a very teeny tiny broadsword. Now is are you going to use this as like a, a for your garnishes and your drinks? Are you going to stick that through a cherry? Uh I don't know. This one no, but my daughter said. Can you help me make a tiny sword? And I said, absolutely. And then we took a, just a large nail. And we uh, heated it up till glowing hot. And then we pounded it out on an anvil. 
till it took the shape of a sword. And then we we constructed a, a cross guard. And then we we uh, went to the the old uh, you know grinding wheel, and we honed that edge. And then we polished it, sharpened it, and then we wound a little brown thread around the hilt. It's a pretty impressive looking little sword. I'll probably make more of them because it was kind of fun. <laughs> Maybe I'll do a whole set of them. And then have them, like, you can just stab them into a burger when you want to really show off. Mm-hmm. When you have your boss over for dinner. This is, this is the Excalibur burger. You have to pull the little sword out of the top. Hot damn, I could sell that shit to restaurants. You know I could. <laughs> Tiny swords. <laughs> and it would be fun to, to, to sell them. You show up just with your briefcase full of tiny swords. Tiny swords. What do you think? Door-to-door style. Like, not even just restaurants. People in their own homes need these swords. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A little katana you can put through a sushi roll. Mm-hmm. It's a great idea. Speaking of great ideas, do you have any great ideas for a podcast? Uh, I do. Uh, this one is called Lawnmower Racing Today. Okay, and I'm I'm guessing this is covering the, the sport of lawnmower racing. The, the wide world of lawnmower racing, which used to be played on uh, television, ESPN2 probably. And really? I would watch it and think, uh, oh, how silly this is. There will never come a time where I won't randomly get to watch lawnmower racing. But that that has come to pass, and I'm now wanting to seek it out yeah it's lost its platform on television it's hard times for the lawnmower racers oh how silly this is i will never get uh obsessed with some sort of stupid hobby (laughs) i'm 40 years old just (laughs) with a little anvil and a hammer just ting 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 (laughs) Well, I, I think it must be said that uh, while tiny swords are great and all, they they have no part in lawnmower racing. Not yet. Not We're yet. We're gonna get. Yeah. We're gonna start our own our own lawnmower race, like the XFL of lawnmower racing. Ours, first of all, sexier cheerleaders. Second of all, capuchin monkeys armed with swords. <laughs> Just around the perimeter of the track. When no, when you no Maybe you, you can take one... you can take a shortcut, but you will piss those monkeys off. You have There's your... sticklers for the rules. Sorry. No, we have... <laughs> Every team has their own monkeys. And when you pass another lawnmower, they can jump over like pirates and then they swashbuckle around. <laughs> <laughs> they can board other lawnmowers and try and take over. And and I mean, if God if, help you. If you are at if like you feel one, that, one if you day, day that taunt, cold though. steel across <laughs> your throat, you know that the other team's monkeys have taken over your lawnmower and you need to pull over. 
Do you think that the monkeys would be open to parlay? I mean, I would hope so. But who knows? With monkeys? I'm willing to share my booze with them. That's probably what you would need to do. That And see, this is how it'll evolve over time. Eventually, all the drivers will know to keep, like, banana daiquiris in a thermos. Mm-hmm. And if the, <laughs> if the other <laughs> monkeys get on your lawnmower... <laughs> You just start pouring drinks, yeah. handing them back. Everybody, have a good time. We might have to make tiny martini I glasses. Got, I got racing to do. Ooh, ooh! I get a little blast furnace, and then I can do tiny. I'll have a little tiny straw. I'm just blowing little uh-huh. little uh, margarita glasses. Mm-hmm. What's some other tiny stuff I can make? Um. I have a tiny cast iron pan that's like a potpourri warmer. Mm-hmm. I can make like a like a one and a half inch omelet, and then cut that, it with a sword. With the sword, yeah, yeah. It's not to scale, but I'm thinking about maybe getting a little a little ambitious and making like an eight inch sword next. Ooh, yeah! Step stepping it up a bit. What? Or what? What size monkey would wield that weapon? I mean, I think that would be about the appropriate size. Maybe for like a marmoset monkey. Okay. Oh, uh, or a lemur. Could you imagine a lemur if he just like <laughs> drew his katana? And you know he can't sheath it until it tastes blood. And then he's bouncing. He's bouncing around from branch <laughs> to branch. Where's he going? He's up above you. Now he's behind you. Is he holding then, then, the sword in his uh, hand or with late. his tail? He can. He can do. He can. He's tossing it. He's oh. You knock it from his hand. His tail catches it. It comes down, grazes your chest. Now your <coughs> blouse has been. Uh, uh, cut in like a, a Z style. Yeah, <laughs> for Zabumafu. <laughs> <laughs> That's lawnmower racing today. Yep. All right, I got one here. This is called the Waste Isolation Podcast Project. Okay. And uh, this is—I don't know if—are you familiar with the Waste Isolation Pilot Project? No, I am not. This was a uh, public, pri- uh, uh, yeah, public private partnership between uh, the United States government and the Sandia National Laboratories to try and come up with a way to deter people from ever bothering nuclear waste because it will be there for ten thousand years. This is from the nineteen ninety three report. This is what so they gave who knows how much money to these eggheads and said, hey, how could we keep people from ever bothering our nuclear waste dump? And they and they just gave a theoretical <laughs> message. They said, it can't be verbal. It has to be non-linguistic. And it has to last, like, tens of millennia. And <clears throat> according to... It, was, it gave the following wording as an example of 
what those messages should evoke. This place is a message. Pay attention to it. Sending this message was important to us. We considered ourselves to be a powerful culture. This is not a place of honor. No highly esteemed deed is commemorated here. Nothing is valued here. What is here is dangerous and repulsive to us. This message is a warning about danger. The danger is in a particular location. It increases towards the center. The danger is still present in your time as it was in ours. The danger is to the body, and it can kill. So I was just thinking maybe we could do a podcast where we try and... uh... Warn future uh, cultures away from... Um, some unspoken danger. Yeah, just uh, like a, well, a a a podcast to be played on loop. Yeah, long long have... after we're dead, as as a public service, I guess. So we just need to be loud and insulting, right? Anything to get people to want to go away. Yeah. Just some something that we could do to help with the uh well, it, I mean it's all of our problems now if we're being honest. This this waste will be here long after we're gone. And honestly, it, I mean if you're making any kind of art, any kind of lasting uh creative endeavor, you should probably consider putting a little bit of a message about staying away from nuclear waste in your book, movie, song. They should mm-hmm. all just have it. This is this is what really this is the only way to truly make it a lasting thing is if every aspect of our culture involves like just stay away from Yucca Mountain. There's bad stuff in that mountain. Perhaps you should be making some tiny Geiger counters. I think we should be starting a religion. And the the, the Yucca Mountain is our is our devil. And and then worst case scenario, ten thousand years from now, there's some like smug assholes who call themselves the Church of Yucca Mountain. And then they go there, and then could you imagine? Could you imagine if the if those Church of Satan assholes <laughs> actually went to hell <laughs> to try and like <laughs> to try and be uh, you know to try and own yeah. conservatives? Because let's like, be honest, we like it here. <laughs> yeah, we chose I this. <laughs> I don't agree with conservatives, but I also. I grow weary of the Reddit Satanists trying to erect their statues of Baphomet, and I would love for them to end up in some kind of a Hellraiser situation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's the Waste Isolation Podcast Project. That's an interesting one. I like that one. I'm a big, uh, I've, for a long time, I've been a fan of the whole concept of trying to keep people from, because you know, if you make it look scary, they're going to be like, 
they're going to think there's treasure in there. Mm-hmm. Your only option is, I don't know, make, to make it, it look, look pathetic. Cringe, yeah. Make, make it, it's just a big, it's just a big pair of rustler jeans. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh. <sighs> we just <laughs> we let the Church of Satan design it. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, oh. All right, what else do you got? Uh, this one is the Peter Jackcast. And it's just because that uh, Peter Jackson Beatles documentary just came out. Oh, how was it? Have you seen it? I have watched the first episode, and it's pretty interesting. There are no talking heads in it at all. It's only like candid footage in audio with text on screen in lieu of uh, narration. I here's here's what I've heard. I've heard number one that there if you pause it, it suddenly becomes very strange looking because of the like whatever uh algorithm they use to smooth out the old footage. As as soon as you pause it, it looks like an AI drew it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other thing is that uh, George Harrison has the drippiest of fits. Everything he wears is dope and fresh <laughs> to death. Really, they all look pretty dope in it. Uh, Paul McCartney has just grown his famous beard and cannot stop touching his face. It's every every time you see Paul McCartney, he's just like mauling his face. This is, uh, the idea of someone filming me while I'm just working on something is horrifying. <laughs> I don't think is that they the, were a big fan of it. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, the the whole like touching, everyone would just see me doing like my weird TMJ thing when I think no one's looking. Like, <laughs> like just crazily trying to pluck out my eyebrow hairs. I don't need that in my life. And now it's buried. It's buried in Yucca <laughs> Mountain. It's the treasure that everyone's <laughs> looking for. Peter Peter ja- Peter Jackson has had a long and storied career though. Yeah, it, this would be uh, each episode would be very very different. And there, as you pointed out, he's always doing something weird where you can. I remember when the Hobbit movies came out and they were in the uh, ultra high def that made them look like a, a soap opera. They were like, they yeah, they were in like 60 frames per second. Mm-hmm. So there's there's usually something narratively that you can talk about with it, but there's also a technical aspect that that could be fun to talk about his movies. Plus the the weird thing where once he got Lord of the Rings, he only only does like hundred million dollar projects, but there are, there's bad taste and Meet the Feebles and weird gross old movies. Yeah, uh, d- uh, Dead Alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, uh, oh, one of his best. I think maybe my favorite Peter Jackson movie, King Kong. Just kidding. 
<laughs> the Frighteners. That's what I was going to say. The Frighteners, yeah. The Frighteners is an awesome movie that, like, so many people have slept on. Folks, if you don't know The Frighteners, take a break from watching Charlie Brown and all that shit because it's Christmas time. Go watch Go watch a Halloween classic, The Frighteners. Michael, Michael J. Fox... Some some of the uh, way ahead of its time special effects. Who else is in that? Um, the guy uh, isn't uh, Hugh Hugh Laurie. I think so. The Chai McBride isn't it? <laughs> Try to remember who else who the, who all the ghosts are. It's a uh, spoiler alert. There are ghosts. There are ghosts. It's Michael J. Fox is a guy who could see ghosts, but then he teams up with the ghosts to scam people as a as an exorcist. So he just has the ghosts go in and mess up people's houses, and then he goes in and says, "Oh, you know." It's a it's a great concept, and and uh, they did a good job with it. Just a just a great film. I can't I can't say enough positive things about the Frighteners. And that would probably be one of the best episodes of the Peter Jack cast. Okay. That one and the King Kong one. (laughs) (laughs) That King Kong movie sucked so bad. Oh, that, that was the Peter Jackson makes some very long ass movies. We're butt numbing movies. But that was the first one where I I was like, this is in no way worth it. (laughs) I'm bored. That Peter Jackson's King Kong was the first movie I ever saw where I had the realization that sometimes a movie will just have a scene to show off that they can do some new special effect. I had never thought about that before. Because, like, normally... Special effects are like, they blow your mind, but it's like, ah, wow, I really believe there's a war in the stars. But, uh, yeah, I think once they got into computer effects, then those assholes just wanted to show off that they could, because there's that scene where it's just the King Kong just sliding around on the snow, like, woo, like, look at all this. Look at, look at how many particle effects we could do at once. Could have just cut that out. King Kong doesn't need to have like a fun day sliding around the Rockefeller Plaza yeah. skating rink or whatever. Fuck that monkey. <laughs> it looks silly when he holds the tiny sword. Like, yeah. He's got, what do you want me to do? Make a giant sword? sword? <laughs> My relationship with the monkeys in the sword business. This is, this is. Now, speaking of the, like, uh, messages that last for thousands of years and forging swords, I did read something the other day about, like, giant swords and how, no, they're, like, there's, like, examples of gigantic swords. And they're like, uh, we think that sword, sword makers would just do this, like, for fun to yeah. show off. W- wouldn't it be cool if somebody could pick this up? But, like, then people are like, no, there was probably giants. And as much as I want there to have been giants, I I, I mean, who amongst us 
didn't covet the giant wristwatch clock when we were kids. Mm-hmm. All right, I, I got one here. This is called the Imagination Olympics. Okay. You're and familiar with the, the concept of the Olympic Games. I am. Now imagine if there was no limit to the Olympic Games. The only limit is your imagination. Would would everybody be competing? Like, would you no longer have uh, delineations of, all right, uh, you're playing polo. You have to follow the rules of polo. Or would all the polo players and the, the pole vaulters and the, you know, handballers and the, would, would everybody be in one, one big unit and, and, and then they would just see what they came up with? So here's how this would work. In my mind, we would have each com- country would send representatives to compete in the Imagination Olympics. And then we would we would give them a few basic elements of a game. We'd say this is played on a manicured pitch, 100 yards long and 30 yards wide. Uh, there is a ball. How is the game played? And then they all have to come up with their own cool concept. They're all making their own balls and their their implements for their sport. This game is played in a swimming pool. Go. I I want to use field hockey stick. I'm taking that in the pool. Yeah. Okay. Whack somebody with this stick in a pool. I'm gonna I'm gonna saddle up a dolphin. Ooh, yeah. We we no I mean limits. they 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 let the horses be in the Olympics. They have the dressage and the steeplechase. Why not different animals? Why is it always horses? Why not dolphins? Why not monkeys? And and then there's one country that's like, oh, you never said it had to have water in it. Now the pool is full of lava. Ooh. Oh, and you're jumping from little rock to rock. There's just there's furniture, there's like a couch, mm-hmm. a lazy boy, a coffee table, you're jumping around. Don't touch the floor, it's yeah. made of lava. I think what you're suggesting though is that the Netflix game show uh The Floor is Lava should be an Olympic event there. No, I am suggesting the, the floor should be lava. Actual lava and not like Actual red water. molten rock. Is it red water? I've never seen I, that I don't show. know. I, I watched one episode of it. I don't remember. I remember it being bright red. But it's a liquid they fall into? Yeah. I guess that makes sense. It would be pretty disappointing if they just fell down onto like a red carpet and then like rolled around for a and little bit. And then a man with a whistle up. blew it at them said, "Yeah. You're out." They just have to it's it's like when you watch like a civil war reenactment and a guy gets killed and then he like gets up cuz he has to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah, fuck this. There was a kid from my high school who uh we used to have a big uh war reenactment a french and indian war reenactment in my hometown 
and uh people would uh, all these uh you know all, everyone's old dads would gather up and fire their muskets yeah. and run around argue yeah. over which one of them had to be the french well there's one kid his dad played uh, uh like a native american brave and of course he dies and uh when he'd fall down his butt would show you know he's We'd always tease him the next day at school. Hey, we all saw your dad's ass. <laughs> <laughs> why Just, Why did his, his, you said his butt always showed? That was part of the show was that he was going <laughs> to. Well, he doesn't get to win. He's got like a yeah. tomahawk. Everyone's firing cannons. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and then like he winks at the audience, but pulls those pants down a little bit, slumps over. Yeah. He, uh, no, he just has on, I mean, he has on like a little, you know, a little, uh, loincloth, like a little flap in the front and back. Ah. But he'd always fall face first and the little flap in the back would flip up. There's his ass. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, it, it makes more sense than if he fell down and he just had on like a pair of Calvin Klein briefs. Would have taken everyone out of the historical accuracy mm-hmm. of uh, a bunch of overweight guys pretending to be. Did uh did his son uh, defend his honor in school the next day when you guys were saying that? Is this the the line he read? Like, did he say to you, you know, he had to show his butt. They didn't have underpants during the French and Indian War. That would be silly. What you're talking about is silly. Listen, my dad pretended to die in a war for your freedom. How about a little respect? Come on. All right, let's let's uh, let's head. That was the Imagination Olympics. Let's head to the Podtron. Okay. Folks, the the Podtron 4500 is an artificial intelligence that we feed the names of the most popular pad, pod, podcasts, podcasts on Earth. It sorts them out and synthesizes new podcasts by title that we could potentially use to find our podcast. Ideas like this one. Room the NFL. Room? Room the NFL. Okay. So, what do you think uh, that is? I think this would be a podcast where we have to have a little dorm and have the NFL all stay. We have like a hotel, maybe. Remember when they did that for the NBA and they all stayed at Disneyland? They, they, yeah, they kept calling it the bubble. The bubble. I was so mad when I found out it wasn't an actual bubble because when people were describing it, I imagined it being like the hockey game at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, God damn, that sounds cool. They're in a bubble just running around. <laughs> just like Biodome. There, there's like a big bubble over the basketball court, and then they're each in their own little <laughs> hamster ball rolling around there. 
it makes shooting difficult, but uh, it's still something to see. Now, this would be basically the same idea, but the appeal would be that we are doing it on a shoestring budget. Okay. So we don't we don't have we don't have that Disney money. No. We can't be putting these people up in some sort of a avatar themed hotel for months at a time. No, this is probably ugh, I don't even think we've got like Motel Six money. We're we're, we're going to I, I do think we're going to have to put them up somewhere where there is a free continental breakfast because the thought of having to feed the entire NFL is frightening. All right. So as of September 12th, there are 1,696 players in the NFL. And we have to house them. We have to room the NFL. Okay. We could potentially... Get that uh, UC, <laughs> the UC Santa Cruz dorm, mm-hmm. yeah, the Borg cube. Put them in there. I don't know. Uh, I, I think that that might be where we need to store the nuclear fallout. <laughs> no one wants to go in that <laughs> fucking dorm. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was Santa Barbara, not Santa Cruz. Um. Yeah. Uh. What are some other options? We could hijack a barge. We live near the Ohio River. Yeah. What? What about this? We rappel off of the bridge down onto one of these big barges that's going by. Mm-hmm. With with your we- with the swords that you've. Uh- we have you forged. forged our tiny swords, all of our little monkey helpers. And How we cute say, would it be when they all come down on little strings? Turn the barge around. We're going to football town. Parlay. We go, we go on a you know, whistle stop tour through every... Uh, I, I'm trying to think. There, are, there probably are a few teams that we're not going to be able to get just by boat, right? Well, mm. Like teams with no river in their town. I'm sure that that's... I, I, I can't think of any off the top of my head, but I, I you're probably correct. The Arizona Cardinals... That that one could be difficult. I'm, I'm... Yeah. I don't I don't know if there's a river that travels through there. This we might have to leave them out. Or just have them agree to meet us in like St. Louis or something. We'll we'll just catch them when they're playing uh one of the river teams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When when they come through Buffalo, we'll snatch them up. And we've built we've built like a like a squid game style dormitory in the in the barge. Maybe we put we put a big field on top of the barge too, mm-hmm. and then we just do we just do a barnstorming tour. We come to your town. You watch them play on the barge. 
Now, these barges are pretty big, but I'm a little bit worried that they aren't going to be big enough to house the room the entire NFL. I'm wondering if that didn't somebody in Kentucky build a replica of Noah's Ark? Yeah, the Creation Museum. Do you it's, think that, that you can rent that, that out? Mm, well, here's or the borrow thing. borrow it? It is, it's, it's only technically in Kentucky for tax reasons. It's actually in Cincinnati, but just on the other side of the river. Mm. But here's, here's the good news. It is on the side of the river. All we need to do is dam up that river downstream. And then that museum becomes our boat. <laughs> we just we just pay we we are just merely taking the tour of the boat but we have timed it perfectly the charges are going to go off and collapse the dam and here comes the rushing water we're on the boat now we, now look at me i'm the captain now mm-hmm. we're in charge and we are setting sail i guess the ark doesn't really steer huh that might be a problem. We need to get a big outboard motor or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because because we, yeah. we we are Noah didn't have to steer. the The whole world was flooded. There, there he was, was like, just where are you going to go? You were just waiting he was it just out, cruising. Yeah. But he also was able to uh, load that boat up before the flood. We're we're going to have to figure out how to load this up while while. A sea. Right. That, uh, boy, that'd be helpful, though, if God could just make all of the NFL teams <laughs> climb onto our boat. <laughs> it's the official NFL day at the Creation Museum in Covington, Kentucky. Yes, it's free admission if you're a member of the NFL. And we get them all on that boat. And then whoosh. We're gone. We're in the wind. You'll never find us. Not in time. By the time we get to St. Louis, they've all gone through re-education. Why are we going to St. Louis? (laughs) They don't even have a team anymore. <laughs> They're desperate for it. That will show. We're bringing up them all the teams. <laughs> Which one do you teams. want, St. Louis? <laughs> that's yeah. It's like uh, that's the other thing. It's like uh, uh, what's the what's the singing contest show? American Idol. Mm-hmm. It's like that. The towns. Each town gets to vote on which team they want to see play. And some might be like, you know, you go to Buffalo and they're like, we want to see the Bills. But maybe you go to like uh, Indianapolis and they're like, we would like to see the Cowboys. <laughs> and then the, the Colts feel such such shame. <laughs> they're like, we're never going to get to get off of this fucking boat. We're well, We're on the boat forever, I think. Nobody wants us. That's room the NFL. Do you think that the Indianapolis Colts will have an uh, like ugly duckling style uh, renaissance at some point? 
I mean, I don't know if any duckling could get uglier than Peyton Manning. <laughs> <Just>. <laughs> like if Frankenstein was made out of biscuit dough, <laughs> that guy. Peyton Manning should get into writing children's books and then just, just like, draw draw himself as different animals. Like a like a monster, but somehow like <laughs> all, like just all soft edges, like not a scary monster. Like Telly from Sesame Street. Yeah, well, I was thinking when when they they made that that bad uh, BFG movie, like they should have just cast Peyton Manning to be the BFG. <laughs> Would have been so much better. Except that controversial scene where the BFG uh, puts his nuts on a physical therapist's head <laughs> as a joke. <laughs> <laughs> all right do you do you like anything you see on this uh podron list um yeah this one is um free show free show yeah, and this is just purely 100 percent me wanting to uh keep uh the the pressure low on this one so we just say this one uh don't gotta do the patreon or anything it's free show we're not going to try freestyle yeah off the dome not we don't even have a topic no preparation this is going out for free so don't expect me to try oh yeah yeah so i mean honestly i like the sound of that there's a you know it's it's uh it's it's the first week of December coming up here. Mm-hmm. I guess it's still November as of this recording, but it it will be December by the end of the week. I have not done any Christmas shopping. <sighs> I've the only Christmas shopping I've done is a gag gift and I'm not even sure who I'm giving it to yet. <laughs> I just saw saw this one thing in the store, and I was like, "That's stupid." I'm gonna buy that. Beautiful. So yeah, the pressure is about to be mounting, and free show, free show. Honestly, I think we've probably done this on accident a few times. Yeah, but we've, but maybe... we've never come out and owned it, and just been like, "This one's not. We're not gonna try." It's right there in the title. You know, you you know what you're getting. You get what you pay for. This this is a free show. This one's a mulligan. But we would still we would still try a little bit. Not too much though. Like just just Not enough. Not too much. Yeah. I mean, I could <sighs> Thinking about how lazy we could get if we just told ourselves <laughs> that we didn't have it. It'd just be the sound of me eating all those Speculoos cookies. <laughs> well, I don't know. The last idea we were talking about, we had to hijack the, the Noah's Ark uh, Creation Museum and kidnap the entire NFL. <laughs> and I just got winded thinking about it. <laughs> Free show. We're not doing any of that shit. No. Our time is money. 
and we and we are broke. Is there anything else that we could do with that concept? Free show. Um, I mean, it could be we over the course of the week we could collect as much free stuff as we can, giveaways and whatnot, and it could be a review mm-hmm. of 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 like the VHSs that that I found in the alley. I oh, did you find some VHSs in the alley? No, but it's happened before, and I think it's going to happen again. You got a good feeling about mm-hmm. it. I'm feeling lucky. I like that. It could also be, um, well, you know, winter is coming. And the squirrels are moving back into my attic. Hmm. Maybe I trap those squirrels and then on the free show, we free them. Ooh. We take them out to the woods and we let them go. Just there you go. You're free now. Yeah. Any words we'll, for the we'll audience? Inter- we'll, we'll interview them first. Interview before... him when he's in the cage. <laughs> then we let him go. All right. I <clears throat> I got another one here. Okay. This is called School of Sleep. Okay. And this would be... Well, uh, there are two ways that we could go with this, uh, as I see it. One is, this is a podcast about sleep, where we have tips and tricks for people who have insomnia, or people who are just trying to get better sleep. The other day, I'll, 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 I'll share a personal story here. The other day, I had a Thanksgiving dinner. And I ate way too much food, as you do. Mm-hmm. And then the sheer pressure of food in my stomach started forcing it back up my esophagus, giving me uh, acid reflux that felt not unlike someone was stabbing a hot poker through my chest. Ooh. And it would not stop. I took some antacids. I tried to go back to sleep. I drank some water. The water made it worse. There was so much food in my stomach that it just wouldn't quit. I had to just sit up. I went to the bathroom and I sat on the toilet. I said, maybe, maybe if I sit here long enough, I'll shit out all this food. (laughs) I sat on the toilet three in the morning, just scrolling on my phone. And I scrolled across a Wikipedia article for a disease called fatal insomnia. And let me tell you, when you can't sleep, when you've been awake for several hours, sleep deprived, the last thing you want to do is start reading about a disease called fatal (laughs) insomnia. Maybe that's what I have. Oh, my God. It's just insomnia. When, when you have fatal insomnia, does it become fatal because your body actually shuts down and you die? Or is it that you become so deranged and, and you want sleep so bad that you kill yourself? N- uh, neither. It is actually 
a a disease where a protein starts collecting in your thalamus, making it impossible for you to sleep. And so you just are never sleepy. And that continues until you suddenly become insane and then you die. Okay. (laughs) So pretty much the most horrible thing you can imagine. (laughs) And then I just kept looking it up and there was some Reddit where somebody was like, today I learned. And then the top comment was a guy who was like, I have this. It's pretty great because I'm real productive at night, but my wife and I have been having conversations about what we'll do when I start going insane. (laughs) Oof. School of Sleep, that's that's not what this is about. School of Sleep is about sleeping. Not not sleeping. Maybe maybe the school part is what makes it because uh, you know I've I've found it very easy to fall asleep at school. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought about getting one of those discs just to take naps at home. Maybe that's what we do. Put your maybe, head down on a trapper keeper. It's pretty you know pillow esque. People love sleep podcasts. Just a podcast that talks you to sleep. Maybe we do one that's school-themed. For all those people who love falling asleep at school, here comes School of Sleep. And we just give a lecture. But the lecture is about sleep. But it's so boring that it puts you to sleep. Just let our let our lessons about sleep lull you into a gentle slumber. I don't know. I, I, I think that we could talk a lot, but it might just be we, we could class today where i'm gonna just gonna pop october sky into the vhs player it's, oh. it's a good one i found it in the alleyway and we'll, we'll just you'll learn something from that i'm sure mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that was that was the movie that uh I, I probably watched 10 times in school in 10 different classes they were just like you can always put october sky in we just yeah we're just gonna watch the apple dumpling gang today <laughs> You're going to learn nothing. You're going to be dumber because of the apple dumpling game. Listen, you got Tim Conway. You got Don Knotts. You got all those little orphans. You're you're bound to learn something. I think it takes place during the Civil War. <laughs> Is that on Disney Plus? Can you watch the Apple Dumpling Gang on Disney Plus? I, I have no idea. I see where that is streaming. I, I don't think that I've ever seen a thumbnail for the Apple Dumpling Gang. Mm. I just I just searched it. It is on Disney Plus. Oh my god. Oh, I know what I'm doing later. Hang on, is hot lead and cold feet also on Disney Plus? Do they got Gus no! the field goal kicking mule? <laughs> you know what? I I have been wanting to watch the Shaggy DA because I know that's on Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> 
And that movie is, I mean, to be honest, I want to watch it on drugs. (laughs) Because it's so fucking weird. There's all those scenes where it's just a guy in a dog costume, like, swinging on a rope and shit. I remember the Shaggy Dog. Is the Shaggy DA a sequel in in which... Yes. The the dog is now a district attorney. Yes. So. <laughs> yeah, it's like Now the shaggy dog is back and he's trying to uh solve a murder or something. But uh yeah, they get they get a little uh they they play a little loose with uh the dog costume in the shaggy DA. <laughs> There's like a scene where the dog punches somebody and then jumps out a window and like slides down the pole. All right, I I gotta try to I I I thought I remembered it was like a a man and then he turns into a dog and it's just the like a dog. But is there there's some sort of suit that a man wears to make him look like a dog? Yes, some of the scenes in the in the in the Shaggy Dog. They couldn't get a dog to do the trick or whatever, so they just had, like, a dog costume that a guy is in. But then in the second, I think the Shaggy DA is the second one, uh, they they were like, well, we got this dog costume that looks pretty convincing. What if we had it get up on its hind legs and, like, box a guy's ears? <laughs> Which is horrifying. It, it exists in the uncanniest of valleys. No, no esteemed deed is commemorated here. <laughs> okay, so 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 we have the uh, UC Santa Barbara dorm with a statue of. <laughs> The Shaggy, Shaggy DA boxing Don Knotts' ears. <laughs> mm. But I, I don't know. I, I want to go to that place now, so we might be failing. Yeah, the only way to get there is the uh, the Polar Express. Just another like disgusting <laughs> visual nightmare. <laughs> I don't know where to find hot lead and cold feet, but that is another Don Knotts classic. I can't believe that's not on Disney Plus. Oh. Yeah, there there's all kinds of weird shit in their vault that they like what's the mm. point of it? Give me that's before I canceled my Disney Plus, that's what I wanted it for. I wanted it to be like two o'clock in the morning on the Disney channel in the, the nineties when they didn't have tons of original programming. So they just showed weird fucking old movies. Yeah. All that, like, uh, like chomps. Mm hmm. Son of flubber. <laughs> the computer wore tennis shoes. Mm-hmm. Those movies are great. And I would love, I mean, I would love to watch those movies with my children. Just the terrible, the terrible, terrible 80s of Walt Disney. They really, I mean, the 70s and 80s, they were taking chances. They were, 
they were laying it all out on the line. They weren't they weren't afraid to try anything. And they try they did. <laughs> anyway, you got another that was school of sleep. Uh the yeah, I've got another one. It's uh It's so funny. And that's with an exclamation point. Which I'm not entirely sure if 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 genuinely this is a show that's saying that it's so funny or it's sarcastically saying it's so funny. Oh, it's so funny. So maybe it could be a show where we figure out uh you know what people on the internet are saying is is funny this week and then we ruin it. Mm-hmm. Tom Bergeron. Oh, he's so funny. Oh, he's so funny. If ever there was a man who seems like he was made in a lab to be in a remake of The Shaggy Dog, Tom Bergeron. So are you throwing some shade at the casting of Tim Allen? (sighs) Yes, yeah. Miscast. 100%. Miscast. And not, not just miscast, but... I feel like one of the earlier examples of just celebrity stunt casting. They were like, everyone knows who Tim Allen is. We've, you know, we've got him. We've got him on the line because we bailed him out from his cocaine prison sentence. He's got to do whatever we say. Now he's the shaggy dog. Now he's the jungle to jungle man. Now he's the Santa Claus. Now he's Buzz Lightyear. He can't do anything about it. No. We got him in that we got him in that terrible variable rate mortgage. He has to just keep doing movies or he loses his mansion. And it's they, so they are- funny. They are mostly Tim Allen movies, movies where he is put into an uncomfortable position and is frustrated in the movie. I'm trying to think of one where it that isn't uh, Wild Hogs. No, that's still kind of. I don't know. I, I don't want to have... think about it too hard, but as so- someone who is ostensibly a comedy actor who is in comedy films. He's not someone I've ever really found to be funny. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so maybe that's what this show is. We, we take something that is supposed to be funny and then just analyze it and try to figure out where, where the, the humor is supposed to be coming from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Buzz Lightyear, is that funny? Maybe a little, but he doesn't play it funny. And were they like, we gotta hire him because he's funny? Well, that one, I'll give just about anybody a pass on doing a voice in an animated film, but his, his movie movies were live action movies were competing with Jim Carrey, Mike Myers, Chris Farley, and it just his movies always struck me as like a where are the jokes? What's 
we're how's this funny? And I knew people who loved them, thought it, they were hilarious. All right, here's what we got. I'm I'm looking this up. Santa Claus, Santa Claus Two, Santa Claus Three, Christmas with the Cranks, Zoom Academy, Galaxy Quest. All right, Galaxy. I Quest like is Galaxy a good Quest. Movie. Yeah. Shaggy Dog, Toy Story, Toy Story Two, Toy Story Three, Jungle to Jungle, Wild Hogs, Crazy on the Outside. For Richer or Poorer. Remember that one? Yeah, the one where he's got to pre- pretend to be Amish. Mm-hmm. Wild Hogs 2 Bachelor Ride. Not aware of that. I didn't know that. There's a movie called Joe Somebody. Oh. I don't know that one. Big Trouble. El Camino Christmas. Red Belt. <laughs> Something just called Chimpanzee. Red Belt's actually pretty cool. <laughs> oh, it's a David Mamet yeah, movie. About about fighting. <laughs> about mixed <laughs> martial arts. <laughs> the Six Wives of Henry LeFay. Oh, here we go. Now we're getting into the good shit. (laughs) The Atheist Delusion. Comedy's Dirtiest Dozen. No Safe Spaces. Meet Wally Sparks with Roddy Dangerfield. (laughs) (sighs) I mean, the rest of these are all garbage. I don't care. Uh, that's it's so funny. That's it, right? That's it. We've done it. Oh my that's god! That's all of the ideas. Okay, here's our ideas for the week: lawnmower racing today, waste isolation podcast project. The Peter Jack cast, the Imagination Olympics, Room the NFL, Free Show, School of Sleep, and It's So Funny. Okay. Well, there are a few I like quite a bit. Um, It's kind of high concept, but I like the... uh, Waste Isolation Podcast Project. Mm-hmm. I could definitely do the Peter Jackcast. Watch the Frighteners, which is yeah. almost like doing free show, because I would just... I'm probably going to watch, watch the, the Frighteners, Frighteners yeah. this week anyway, because you reminded me that I should watch that again. I mean... I like free show for obvious reasons. <laughs> I also I also like uh I like the idea of doing the Peter Jack cast or the Waste Isolation Podcast Project. 
we we're in agreement that it's going to be one of those three. We we both like those three. All right. Well, what what do we do? Are we going to flip a coin? Can we can we eliminate one of those three? I say eliminate uh, free show because if we're going to do the Peter Jackass one, that's just I just got to watch a movie, and that feels like yeah. I'm not. So then we have some form kind of topic. Okay, so it's either the Peter Jack cast or the waste I- the waste isolation podcast project. Are we just going to flip a coin? Flip a coin. All right. I don't have a coin, but I do have uh, an SD card. So call it heads. Heads is. Uh, what do you want heads to be? <laughs> I don't know how to answer that question. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, oh, I, I understand what you're saying. Uh, I guess uh, heads is the Peter Jack cast. Okay. That's heads. All right. All right. We're doing the Peter Jack cast. I thought you were you- asking me which side of the USB <laughs> should be heads. And I'm like, I don't. I don't know what your USB the, the looks one like. The, the one with the label, I guess. <laughs> That's what I was saying, was that the label side is heads, and the uh, plain side is okay. tails. So, the Peter Jack cast, folks. If you want to hear the Peter Jack cast, you can head over to patreon.com slash we don't have a podcast yet. There you will find the vault where we keep all of our ideas that we have tried. There's over a hundred of them for you to listen to. Lots and lots of good content there. You can binge. And when you sign up, you'll also get access to a new episode every Friday or Saturday if our schedules get fucked up. But that is to say, that's where the bonus episode is. Other than that, thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed yourself. Call into the hotline 702-PODCASP, 702-PODCASP. We tried to get podcast, but it wasn't available. Uh, Leave a review on iTunes and uh, tell your friends. Good night. Good night.